0: Five AA nights with Matthew Pantelis. Well, we know Australia floats on gas. We would be one of the world's biggest producers of the stuff, and uh, we certainly export enough of it. But at the moment, with the election on, the uh, the two major parties are talking about uh, incentivising or rebuilding Australia's coastal shipping fleet. And Gas Energy Australia has seen an opportunity to to push the product, push gas, our gas, and uh, power up these ships. Not diesel, traditionally the way, but uh, using gas. Let's get some details. Brett Heffernan is CEO, Gas Energy Australia, and he joins me now. Brett, good evening to you.
1: Matthew, thank you for having me.
0: Now, how would that work? Is gas powerful enough to do that, to drive ships through storms and everything else?
1: Well, well, it already does it. We already in Australia have uh, LPG, LNG, and indeed ammonia-powered ships. Um, But basically, we've got about five of them. Um, And the opportunity here, as you've pointed out, is if we're going to go down the path of rebuilding Australia's coastal shipping fleet, um, let's make sure it's running on something that, one, is 25% lower emissions today compared to diesel, but over time will be net zero as um, renewable gases become more mainstream.
0: Okay. So what needs to happen? Is Is it the thinking that needs to change? Do we need to get more new world, essentially? No, I think
1: gas is uh, something we have in abundance this, uh, in this country. So it's something that we need to capitalise on. And one of the, uh, the things that both sides of politics have been talking about is the need for a sovereign fleet yeah. for national security. Well, part and parcel of that, as we know at the moment with fuel prices, is fuel security. So if we were to have a coastal shipping fleet running on gas, it would ameliorate our reliance on imported diesel, imported oil, which only bolsters the sovereign fleet case.
0: Yeah. Uh, Do you think defence would be interested in this? Because, you know, if we're talking about ships being used in war, one missile strike, at least with diesel, it you know, it it burns at a different rate to gas, which is more highly combustible, of course.
1: Yeah, I certainly wouldn't presume to speak for the defence force, that would be a matter for them. But in terms of what the government and the opposition are talking about, they're talking about a commercial fleet, Mm. uh, which could be called upon in times of disaster or crisis uh, to be used to run whatever we need around the country. Um, uh, So it's really important that we have that fuel security. But also, if we're going to go down this path, why wouldn't we use a cleaner energy source? Right now, the perverse outcome out of all of this uh, is that we have the world's clunkers, basically, um, servicing our waters. Now, when it comes to Australia and our pristine waters and the the sea life that they provide, Mm. if a diesel ship runs aground, sinks, hits another... Um, it's an ecological disaster. Yeah. No two ways about it. Um, if it's on, if the, that vessel runs on gas, you simply release the gas. Mm. It has no environmental impact, it doesn't sediment, uh, and it doesn't slick.
0: Yeah. It's it's got advantages. There's no doubt about it. Um, you, you mentioned LPG, and of course, uh, back in the day, not that many years ago, all the taxis around, well every every major capital, ran on LPG. Not not so these days. Battery cars are starting to take over the hybrids and everything else. Is is gas on the way out?
1: No, I think it's an industry in transition. I mean, the, the, the auto gas. Um, so the equation you're quite you're quite right on. Um, but in many instances, right now, um, gas um, housing, gas appliances are actually on the increase. Mm. Uh, and our proposition is that as an industry that's in transition towards net zero, there are a whole range of new technologies and emerging gases that are renewable. And therefore, at the end of the life cycle or the, or, the, or the supply chain, are net zero. Now, if we can tweak what we put into our existing network of pipelines uh, and cylinders, that is an infinitely cheaper outcome than, in many cases, electrification, which will require a whole new swathe of infrastructure. Okay. Um, so so long term... We believe that we can not only be renewable and net zero, but cheaper.
0: Mm. Is hydrogen a looming threat to gas? So, and that's you know we, we, we're embarking on a green hydrogen plant here in South Australia at Wayala. It's uh, talked about as the future. Hydrogen-powered cars are apparently on the way as well to maybe even overtake battery cars long term. Who knows? But uh, it's it certainly seems to be a changing dynamic.
1: Indeed, but uh, rather than a threat, I see hydrogen as an opportunity. But it's important to understand that uh, in a lot of the hype we get caught up in, um, that hydrogen has its limitations. Mm. There is no doubt that hydrogen will play a significant part in our future energy mix, but it can't do everything. Um, So we need to be aware of those sort of practical limitations uh, of hydrogen. For instance, hydrogen isn't going to power your gas barbecue. Um, It's just not going to happen. Mm. So... um, Uh, uh, So there will be swings and roundabouts. But um, as an industry that is looking for that transition, my members are heavily involved in hydrogen. They see it as another gas of the future. But we need to make sure we put it into perspective.
0: It's interesting, isn't it? I mean, going back to what you said about uh, diesel and having our own supplies of it, you know, we're reliant on overseas. Our our fuel storage, our 30 days or whatever it is, is kept in the US for goodness sake. We've lost uh, refineries right around the country. And it makes sense what you're saying about having this natural resource that uh, we're just perhaps not taking enough advantage apart from, you know, everyone knows your gas oven at home or your hot water service, if it runs on gas, beautiful, works a treat. But uh, we could be using so much more, couldn't we?
1: Yeah, absolutely, and I, I understand the natural trepidation that people have about gas, is it clean, is it an energy source of the future, mm. but I can say to you that every single one of my members is heavily invested in new technologies and new gases, and renewable gases, uh, renewable um, um, uh, propane, renewable DME, I won't get too technical on you, but there's a whole raft of new gases yeah. that can be tweaked used in our existing networks in different degrees mm. and uh, at the end of the end of the day net zero and it's cheaper than electricity yeah it's something not enough people are talking about
0: yeah you're probably right given that we want to get to net zero by 2050 everyone agrees on that people say we should get there a lot sooner and and this would certainly be uh, as from what you describe a way of doing it
1: Certainly, very excited about it. Mm. Uh, again, I suppose you know the layperson may suggest that the gas industry is in decline and people are very nervous about their future. Um, quite the opposite. There is enough emerging technology and scientific rigour and experimentation taking place that we say see gas being a very important part of Australia's energy mix, not only today and into the short term future, but well beyond twenty fifty.
0: Is there any estimation as to how much we have in reserve still in the ground? Look, uh, uh,
1: it would be hundreds of years' worth. Really? Um, yeah. But, but but, there are ways and means of creating um, or generating renewable gas that doesn't require it coming out of the ground. Okay. Um, you, can, you can create blue hydrogen through natural gas by bringing it out of the ground and then putting the CO2 back into the ground. Mm. That's one option. Um, hydrogen is also made from LNG, um, so that's another option. Um, there's... Um, uh, a, a host of uh, uh, varietal things that you can do um, to, to to make sure that people get the energy they want in the most reliable, affordable way.
0: How about that? All right, Brett, appreciate your time tonight. Thank you. No, thank you. Brett Heffernan there, who is uh, the CEO of Gas Energy Australia and uh, calling primarily for whoever wins the federal election in rebuilding Australia's coastal shipping fleet, which both parties are talking about, Powering them out of gas. Powering these ships out of gas. Now, it's either diesel or gas, isn't it, I suppose? And uh, why not? At least at least do some of them. Makes sense, what he's saying. 5AA Nights with Matthew Pantelis.